So we are going to be reacting to an article by Kiplinger, Four Big Retirement Blunders and How to Avoid Them. It's too bad, but financial advisors see these four mistakes all the time. Don't fall into the same traps. So despite the chatter you've probably overheard through the years at work, family gatherings, or neighborhood barbecues, few people actually know as much about retirement planning as they think they do. Sure, your buddy might know a thing or two about stocks and bonds or the pros and cons of annuities. And your sister-in-law may have done some thorough research about getting the most from Medicare. I don't want to downplay their diligence, but the advice they're likely offering you just isn't enough. For one thing, what worked for them might not be the right thing for you, and just as significantly, they're undoubtedly skipping over some really important stuff. How can I be so sure? Because in my nearly three decades as a financial planner, I've seen people make the same costly blunders again and again when it comes to retirement planning. They didn't know what they didn't know, so they never saw the big risks coming. The thing is, you can avoid these common mistakes or at least be prepared for them. Here are the four I see most often. Blunder number one, not giving Social Security enough respect. Well, that's interesting. Let's see. So Social Security serves as one of the most important income sources for many retirees. According to the Social Security Administration, or the SSA, among elderly Social Security beneficiaries, 50% of married couples and 70% of unmarried persons receive 50% or more of their income from Social Security. Now that is actually very scary. Because if you're relying pretty much almost solely on Social Security for your monthly income, like that's scary, right? Because let's say if that government program just completely evaporates, you're screwed, right? So, and yet retirees often don't put much effort into deciding when they'll file for those much needed benefits. So in a 2019 report by the Michigan Retirement and Disability Research Center at the University of Michigan, 22% of the retirees sampled said they regretted claiming their Social Security benefits when they did, with 20% saying they should have claimed them later. How and when you begin taking your benefits is a critical decision, even for high earners. Do your research. If you're married, look at how your choices might affect your surviving spouse someday. And if you still feel unsure about what to do, get some guidance. The friendly folks at your local SSA office aren't authorized to make claiming recommendations, and not all financial professionals are experts on this topic. But I think you'll find it's worth your time to find an advisor who is. Blunder number two, ignoring sequence of returns risk. So if you plan to use money invested in the market as a source of retirement income, this is the monster in the closet. Most people I talk to have never heard of sequence of returns risk, even if they're working with an investment advisor or broker. So here's what it is and why it matters. Upon retirement, you no longer add money to your retirement account. 
Instead, you begin taking withdrawals. So if your money is in the market, these market returns become critical to maintaining a reliable retirement income stream. If stocks are at a low because of a big correction or crash, you're pulling money from shrinking accounts, which could significantly reduce the longevity of your plan. When that correction or crash comes early in retirement or just before you get there, it can seriously derail your plans. For one thing, that's typically when you have the largest balances in your accounts, therefore the greatest exposure to a major loss, and even when the market recovers, you might not recover with it. Fortunately, there are ways to minimize the damage sequence of returns risk can cause. You might find, for example, that it makes sense to reduce your exposure to volatility with a more conservative portfolio mix. A well-thought-out prudent retirement income plan should provide flexibility when the markets are acting up. Whatever you do, don't take this threat lightly. I would have to agree, right? So, for example, like let's say that I was planning on retirement. I'd want money in the markets for the growth, like the steady, consistent growth, right? But also, I would want some percentage of my investments to also be allocated to something like real estate or something in the form of cash flow, right? Because let's just say that you put, you know, half a million dollars into a few real estate properties, right? That could be enough to pay for your monthly expenses, right? Especially if your main property, right? The property that you live in is actually already paid off. That half a million dollar investment could just pay for your lifestyle, regardless of what happens in the market, right? Because it's a consistent amount that should steadily increase over time, right? Obviously, it depends on where you live, rental control, all that kind of stuff. But either way, it'd be good to diversify in the sense of having investments that you pretty much never want to touch or pull money out of and also investments that will provide you monthly income no matter what. Blunder number three, not having a plan for future long-term healthcare costs. Now that is a very big one because a lot of people underestimate just how expensive healthcare is gonna be later on in life. So according to the US Department of Health and Human Services, a person who turns 65 today has about a 70% chance of needing some type of long-term care services and support later on. Most married couples think they will provide this care for each other, but that isn't always possible and it can devastate the health of a caregiver who isn't physically or emotionally equipped to deal with a loved one's needs. Unfortunately, employing outside help is getting more and more expensive. And so is traditional long-term care insurance, which can help cover many of those costs. So these types of policies also are getting harder to find. The good news is that there are several new solutions for those on a fixed budget, including fixed indexed annuities and retirement life insurance plans that offer long-term care and or accelerated death benefits. I know annuities tend to get a bad rep, 
and many retirees think that they don't need life insurance once they reach a certain age, but there are benefits to be had if you can work with someone you trust to choose the right products for your needs. Now here's the thing. I would understand trying to get like long-term care insurance. I would not want to deal with annuities personally at all, right? Like it's just a lot of times insurance people tend to just sell annuities to make a lot of money off of people. Blunder number four, leaving IRA money to heirs. So individual retirement accounts, IRAs, are by their very nature meant to be depleted over the account owner's lifetime. Indeed, the IRS encourages it. Even if you don't want or need to withdraw the money during retirement, you must take required minimum distributions, or RMDs, every year starting at age 72. But what if you don't empty the account and instead leave the money behind for your children? Due to recent changes in the tax laws, your kids will have just 10 years to empty the account and they'll pay taxes based on their tax bracket at the time they make those withdrawals, not your tax bracket. So if they happen to be in their highest earning years, which is often the case, a large chunk of the money your children would have enjoyed could end up going to the IRS. So if you socked away the bulk of your savings in a tax-deferred account, a 401k, 403b, traditional IRA, etc., you aren't stuck. During your lifetime, there are ways you can change taxable dollars into non-taxable dollars, such as a Roth IRA conversion. Yes, the amount you transfer will be taxed to you as ordinary income, but done correctly, you may be able to minimize the amount you pay now and make things easier for your kids in the future. So once in the non-tax account, this money can pass tax-free to your heirs. And it will be available tax-free to you too if you need it for your own purposes. Some advanced strategies, for example, charitable remainder trusts may allow you to greatly reduce or avoid income taxes altogether. So a qualified financial planner, along with an estate planning attorney, and CPA can help you determine which strategies make sense for your family. So pursuing the retirement dreams is challenging enough without making these common blunders. As you listen to others' tips and tales, keep in mind that real knowledge is power. Don't hesitate to ask for professional guidance when designing your retirement income and retirement tax plans. So yeah, that's pretty interesting. Feel free to give your thoughts as well. And if you want to learn how to get out of debts, Go to 40 and learn the very simple way to get out of debt and master your money. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.